Okay, misconceptions about dinosaurs. Yeah, that's a misconception. Okay. And this is a big, like, vulture bird. No, they are Archaeopteryx. Oh, Archaeopteryx. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right, so we're, we're, we're testing out. We're going to do one real quick here, and we're testing out uh, this, this setup real quick. Nothing fancy, just testing it out, seeing how audio and, and video goes. Um, and to, and uh, today, uh, we're, the theme is misconceptions about dinosaurs. Yeah, uh, so, there's a lot of those. Uh, and, and you do mention here, so before we get into the misconceptions about dinosaurs, so what is a dinosaur? What makes something a dinosaur? All right. So dinosaurs in general are part of the clade known as archosaurs. Now, clades are basically like groupings of creatures in science that don't fall into like the normal, like, like basically they're like not actual definitions, but they're like, like they all agree that this is a group, but it's not like a, like, it's not like a genus or a species or like so it hasn't been as well defined enough yes okay so it's kind of in the process yeah. of being defined so yeah. to speak okay okay right so this group this clade of archosaurs contains birds dinosaurs and crocodilians hang on for what? i don't remember if i start the audio yeah i did okay, okay. I'll, I'll edit this piece out. Don't, don't, don't worry about it. We're good. Okay. I'll edit that out. Okay. okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So the clade archosaurs contains dinosaurs, birds, and crocodilians. Okay. Now, croc well, crocodilians are kind of off in their own little group. Okay. But dinosaurs are their, their own part, but birds are also in that because technically birds are descendants of dinosaurs. Okay. Uh, well, no. Of to some be more accurate, Yes, but okay. a bird is a dinosaur. Okay. Scientifically, a bird is a dinosaur. Okay. But they are classified birds are called avian dinosaurs, and okay. dinos like the ones you think of are called non-avian dinosaurs. So there is still a separation, but for the most part, birds are dinosaurs. So they have everything else. If you were to go through the scientific process of, you know, is it this, is it yeah. this, is it this, is it this, is this, they would all be equal except for the ability to fly effectively. Yeah. Okay. Even though there's a couple... Like, right when you get to the point where, like, birds become dinosaurs, it gets a little weird, and that's what we're talking about today. Oh, okay. So, it's kind of that transitional point. Yeah. That's so, that's why it's a, a – uh, what was it? A clade? Well, yeah, because – well, no, birds are in the dinosaur clade. Okay. And then the dinosaurs are with crocodilians and kind of like the whole group. Like, I believe even Notosukians in the archosaur clade. Okay. 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 So, it's just a more loose – association yeah than the specific typical terms we're used to hearing yes. how things relate to each other mm -hmm. okay all right yeah so today we're talking about what is oftenly called the oldest bird this is the archaeopteryx okay so it lived in germany from 150.8 to 148.5 million years ago okay. so this is like during like the late jurassic this is a pretty old species okay Overall, um, let's see. Just have to, I, I haven't thought about this creature in a while, so I need to look at it a little bit. And this, so the Archaeopteryx, it, 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 so is this, is this called an avian? Uh, that's, I don't, I believe. Because it, could it fly or could it just glide? Okay, see, so. Let's see, because that was like a thing. So at first, 
we th- I bel- there's like a whole. Th- I have to read this again. <laughs> yeah. Okay, it could fly. Okay. At first, we thought it could only glide, so that's where you're thinking of that idea from. Okay. But we did eventually figure out that it could fly. Okay. But not like most birds. We're more like a pheasant, where it can like burst fly. Okay. It can't like just fly like a normal bird. Okay. So it couldn't like migrate. No. Okay. It could just get from yes. close spot to close spot. Yes. Okay. But and of course, so it wasn't just a glider. It actually actually could, flew. Okay. Yeah. But the thing was, we thought it was like a descendant of bird, but we now no longer believe it is. Okay. The current theory, because I mean, it's always a theory with biology and yeah. paleontology, is that this was kind of just a random offshoot that just kind of didn't go anywhere. Okay. But the basically like the raptors you're thinking of, like Velociraptor. Mm-hmm. And Deinonychus, and then even the Troodontids, which you think Troodon, but that's not a real thing anymore. It's, that's a whole thing for another day. Um, <laughs> they changed their they, Those evolved into the birds. Okay. So this is just kind of maybe like a convergent dead end. So like, so, so, so last podcast when we talked about uh, crowns and stems, uh-huh. we, this would kind of be a stem. It went off in a direction yeah. yes. and just kind of petered. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so, like, if you go back enough, these would be in the same crown group. But okay. This is its own stem off of that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Also, I guess I've been pointing to this. This is a safari figure of Archaeopteryx. It's pretty good, but because it has feathers, we have found that if the fossil is well preserved enough to have feathers, usually it also preserves the melanosomes, I believe is the exact term. And with those, we can actually. At least to some extent, not exactly, guess the color. Like, find the color. Ah, okay. So, the actual Archaeopteryx is now believed to have been matte black. Okay. Yes, it's for this one. Because I know that's a thing with Microraptor. Yes. So, this one's technically not accurate because it would have been more black. And this is, like, whites and blues. Yeah, this has some, like, blue... Yeah, but yes, matte black is for this, I believe as well for Microraptor, the really, like, is the one that I'm more sure that is definitely matte black. So. Okay, all right. Yeah. And they, and they, it, so they can find, like, it wouldn't be chemicals, but physical structures I, within the feathers yeah. that can help identify colors. Or yeah, something. let me look it up real okay. quick. And the, the, an the, the, organelle found in animal cells that's the site for synthesis, storage, and transportation of melanin, the most common light-absorbing pigment found in the animal kingdom. Okay. Basically, organelles are like the organs of cells. Okay. So, like, basically the thing that creates pigment. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. So we can use the, So they can look at things today, Yeah. see their color, yeah. and then help that. Okay, this had this back then, and... Yes. Also, the reason that this I'm not upset by this model is because this was made in 2015, and that melanosome thing's really recent. We're talking 2020. Oh, okay. So, like, this is five years older than that discovery. Right. And I mean, now this is I mean, 50, this is like 
eight years old as a model. So it would be interesting to see if they've updated, because you said these guys are usually pretty accurate. I don't know if Safari's made a new Archaeopteryx yet, but, like, PNSO has made, like, Microraptors. Okay. And those are being good. And this, the, the Archaeopteryx is the one that they found the really good impression. Yes. In the... the it's at the... Real famous. It's at the... Is that one at the Field Museum? Or I think there's China? a replica at the Field. At the Field, okay. But yeah. there's, there's a lot... Okay, so Archaeopteryx... So basically... Like, specifically in general, like, Germany and China mm-hmm. have a lot of these good fossils where they're, like, like it was, like, a perfect, like, lake where they just fell to the bottom and were instantly mm-hmm. covered in silt. Okay. And, like, there was no bacteria down there or anything. Okay. Because I think maybe it was, like, a type of lake where, like, there was no oxygen, so, like, anything that mm. fell in there, like, died, suffocated, like, really quickly. Right. And then they got completely covered and then perfect, in, like, impressions of, okay. like, the feathers and stuff. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, and so this one didn't get, so it, although it looks like it's kind of a good representation of current birds, its specific line just died off. Died off, yeah. Just kind of, just kind of went away. Yeah. And these were, they, do we know they lived in trees or in yes, the ground? Yes, they or? climbed up trees and would, like, fly around. Well, Yes, they would go up in trees and probably okay. things like bugs and small lizards. Okay. The same thing Compsognathus will have hunted. Yeah. And it also lived with Compsognathus. They lived in the same time, I believe. Okay. And they're both, and they're both tiny. Yes, because they're both, um, yeah, Archaeopteryx. Yeah, this was before I started putting the weights and everything. And it's really annoying. Yeah. Because I don't memorize that stuff on my own. Yeah. I just yeah. never did. Yeah. Right, Archaeopteryx. Also... One thing I just saw a post on Facebook like literally today that makes weights and stuff are never exact. Well, it's yeah. always, it's always, always estimates. Yeah, also, there's a lot of different subspecies of Archaeopteryx. Okay. Or actually, technically species because they're all in the same genus. That's okay. different. Okay. And you first of all, I mean, I have a picture here. Yeah, we here. can show that. Yeah, we'll... yeah, but it's re- they're like. I think, like, the longest ones are, like, under, like, 33 centimeters or something. Yeah. Are you ready? So, they're roughly the size of a raven. So, we're talking, like... Not Maleficent. Not too... An actual bird raven. Yes. Okay. (laughs) Yes, not a dog. So, these guys don't even get to two feet long, and they get, like, 2.4 feet wingspans. Oh, so only, like... Yeah. And then they can weigh 1.1 to 2.2 pounds. Oh. Yeah. Well, being a precursor to full-fledged birds, well, probably like, hollow. Not technically a precursor, but... Uh, well, yeah. Relative not, of offshore. Yeah. But th- so did they have hollow bones? And... Yes, I believe they have hollow bones. Okay. So they were kind of a shoot that started trying to be birds. Yeah, but, but some they, other they shoot can't became fly birds. because they lack the breastbone that allows birds to flap okay so that's why in the same way so they they can still flap but it was different because they didn't have the breast so they couldn't fly even like pheasants it was very like it was it was just like or like a chicken maybe yeah well they they fly they flew like pheasants but just not the same mechanism okay okay yeah but i was talking about it lived with consignathus that's because it's from the like the main species the main species of the genus is from the Holfen limestones in Germany. Okay. So that's around, like, where's that near? It's in the state of Baravia, halfway between Neumannberg and Munich. The but, Nuremberg? Nuremberg. Is this the one with the racetrack? I don't know. 
<laughs> That's how we know where things are. Because they have, uh, what's that Forza game? Forza Racetracks. Yeah. I don't That's think how they have Racetracks. Yeah, the Forza has those racetracks. Whatever, yeah. It's it's just, it's a it's there, there, it's in, like, southern Germany. Okay. I think is the okay. best way to say it, yeah. All right. So so had the so it had a lot of the components that then became uh, birds. Yes. Okay. Yes. Also, another good note: back then, Europe in the Jurassic was a bunch of islands. Okay. So it wasn't like in the middle of Europe. It was like it would live probably on like island chains or like okay. maybe not like super small islands. They might have been bigger islands that you okay. might even consider like New Zealand, like maybe New Zealand size. Right. I'm not positive on like the exact geography. So and it, so it lived. At the time of and and with Compsognathus. Yeah. So since Compsognathus was little yeah. and it was little, but it was probably more fragile, yeah. did Compsognathus hunt it? I'm, or like what? Well, Compsognathus couldn't go up the tree as well or okay. even and definitely couldn't fly. So right. probably not. I mean, like there's a possibility, like if it had the chance to grab one, it might, but. It probably wasn't very meaty, so not worth yeah. a lot of. Actually, meat. there's an autistic thing here of an Archaeopteryx hunting a juvenile Compsognathus. Oh, okay. I definitely bet they would have. Yeah, that that's a good point. They probably would have hunted like the juveniles of each other. Yeah, because they were probably pretty fragile. And, yeah, so definitely yeah. they both would have hunted the young of the other one. Okay, all right. Yeah, but like a a a, a something the size of a T Rex wasn't gonna. This was like a toothpick. No. To a T Rex, this was and, what it used after its meal to clean between its teeth. If you, <laughs> but then even like the largest predators of the time, let, let's see. I don't. This is about the right. I'm just looking up Megalosaurus because it's kind of the same area, kind of same, same time. Okay. Not exactly. Right. But like, I mean, those things they weren't. They weren't the largest. They got to like, okay, that's that's the old estimate. That thing was not 66 feet long. You idiots. <laughs> yeah. The problem was Megalosaurus was the first dinosaur ever discovered. Yeah. Mm. So it's been through a lot of. We think, we think, was we think. Cleoglonodon first, and it was the first carnivore. I don't know. It, it gets a little complicated when you get yeah. about that far back. Yeah. Um, it, are you going to tell me how big it was? I'm thinking of like stats at the top or something. Usually they do. By the way, we're we're using Wikipedia for this quick lookup stuff. We've some of the better resources are the books that we have in our library. The yeah. the, the you know the um, the academic, but the the thing is that then you have to look at the date. Yeah. When the book also, was Wikipedia, the thing is, especially for like more biology stuff, the majority of the time the sources are literally these big science things. Yeah, they're checked quite free. If somebody puts something out on the on Wikipedia about one of these things that's completely off the wall, yeah. somebody's probably gonna go. And the references for a lot of these are like Britannica or the Smithsonian yeah, so, or the museum. So we wouldn't normally say for most topics use Wikipedia as your source. But, the but, thing is, but in this case, it's usually pretty well documented and you can always go verify it yeah. against current research. So. I've run into like one mistake on Wikipedia. And even then it's not really a mistake. It's more just kind of like someone was over generalizing it. Yeah. Yeah. And so, like, I mean, double check your sources, but to be honest, also, there is nowhere else to go look up just general information. The most current, info, unless you're going to go to, like, the university paper, you know, papers that have been Which are so and, hard to and find. And dig through and find. Read. So so we do have some good I'll, – I'll put up some of the resources, the books that James has gotten over the years and, and who yeah. the researchers were that wrote those books. So that gives you an idea of where the research is coming from. Yeah. We're basing this stuff off. But for quick lookups – Mm -hmm. Honestly, Wikipedia, you, 
on this topic, it kind of gets you in yeah. the general right direction. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but but don't do your research papers off of Wikipedia. Don't yeah. ever quote Wikipedia on a research paper. Um, just yeah. FYI. But this isn't a research paper, and my teachers told me no, so now I'm going to do it despite them. Right. Well, and this also makes a good point that when we say that this this podcast is animal education, we're all kind of learning at the same time. I'm obviously learning because I know none of this, I, but you're learning. I, James is even they, learning things. Some things from well, first of all, like the general stats are something. Yeah, different. that. Yeah. But like, there are some things that I'll learn from this that will blow my mind too. Yeah, and as research you know, goes on and continues and we find more information or people make yeah. new discoveries. It's always going to change. So this year, what Dunkleosteus became shorter, right? Um, <laughs> became penis sized. Yeah. There, there's been crazy. They discovered new species this year. Um, I'm trying to think of what else has happened. Paleontology 2023. I wonder, I, I have to wait. Cause there's some YouTubers I watch. I think it's run by edge specifically. Okay. But, overall that like he runs he does a collab with a bunch of youtubers and they will all do like an end of the year pale we rhyme where each youtuber will get a month okay of the discoveries that of have the major months. ones yeah okay so that's what's it called one. edge and yeah it's a it's like an abbreviation for something uh edge paleo oh edge paleontology rewind yeah okay so if you go to They've done um, that in the past few years, and they're always. If great. you go to, if you look up on YouTube, Edge Paleontology Rewind, uh, you'll see there's Paleo Rewind 2022, Paleo Rewind 2021, 2020. Um, that's actually a good resource. I'm, you know, I'm gonna subscribe to that. That's pretty cool. Um, and like, it's called Edge Science is the channel. Yeah. Uh, Edge. I watch them a lot. Yeah. They're so cool. Edge Edge Science. Um, all to get it's at edge science subspecies, that new species of that. Okay, that's a, huh. Uh, and they have they have multiple news. They have edge science. They have edge of reality four twenty, and they have edges world of monsters, which sounds kind of interesting. Yeah, they kind of like me. They also will do like cryptids and stuff like that. Okay. They're not a hundred percent just real animals. Okay. Because I I personally often find that's a good way to talk about certain adaptations in like a new light. Yeah, and it like because that's how that's how people tend to build their fictional creatures if they are trying to go for a more scientific approach. Here's a here's a good put. So Edge Science did one on the T Rex skull evolution because yeah. there was all kinds of different. What did the T Rex skull look like? What was it? How big yeah. was it? What did it, it? Oh, but I have not done a post on T Rex yet. Because you could do like five posts on T Rex. You could do a whole channel on T Rex. <laughs> yeah. Because it's the most famous and they do so many studies on it. So so misconceptions and that would that so T Rex would be a good one for misconceptions. I didn't do it for it's the, gone through perm, so many permutations. Oh no. When we're talking about permutations, we'll get to it yeah. later. I did Spinosaurus. Oh this Lord! Week. Yeah. Oh God! I think at one point Spinosaurus was like a Chihuahua, okay. and then a, it's, gone, it's gone through a lot of permutations. I bought one thing, right? One except those well, two exceptions. One was Megalodon, where I also used your tooth. Oh, the, we have a we have a, a, a from the Field Museum one of Sue's teeth. No, the Megalodon. No. Oh. We also have. A, oh, we also have a megalodont. For yeah, my Facebook post, yeah. there's been two exceptions where I've used more than one creature. Okay. For okay. like a specific post. Okay. One was for the megalodon where I also used a tooth. Okay. The other was Spinosaurus where I used five 
figures. Right. And cause I oh, because they're all different. Also because yeah, yeah. are we doing the whole week today? Yeah, we'll check this one and then we'll brought yeah, we'll yeah. do more. Yeah. I brought all five of the spinal figures I used. Okay, well, we'll do spinal next. No, that's not next. Oh, that's not next? Okay. We have first... Keep keep tuning in. Eventually, we'll get to Spinosaurus. But Spinosaurus is hysterical. I swear, he went from, like, Chihuahua to, like, Great Dane. I mean, just in comparison of all the permutations took him from from one extreme to the other. And And back, kind of. Yeah, kind of, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that'll be fun. It's like one of those comeback cans. Any of you old enough to remember the comeback cans with the rubber band in it? Oh, but the, I'll trust the next two posts are much worse because we're talking about Jurassic Park dinosaurs. Oh, Lord. Yeah. <laughs> now, Jurassic Park, we and we give Jurassic Park a little bit of leeway because, of course, they were going for Hollywood flair. Yeah, but, uh, but the next two. Yeah. So we just did Archaeopteryx, <laughs> and the next two are crazy. The uh, uh, next yeah. two focus on Jurassic Park because I also missed a day so I just combined them. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, the next two. Will okay. Like that. Yeah. All right. All right. So, well, I think I think that's that. I think we kind of covered that and we we kind of went off into kind of what this whole week is going to be like. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna wrap this one up. Um. And, and there's, then there's still two surprises in the week though. Oh, no, a lot, lot of cool stuff coming up. So tune into the next one. So, all right. Bye. All right. So what I'm gonna do real quick here <laughs> is camera out, but for me. Because it's just whatever. Yeah. I'll get used to it. Or not. I'll get used to it or not. That was deep. <laughs>